Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close. Hey guys, welcome to the show one more time. We got an awesome guest, got a, a Bruce here again, um, talking about his new podcast and other awesome things because Bruce is always entertaining. Hi, Bruce. Gosh, golly, that was awesomely swell and funky fat. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that immensely, young friend. Would you like a Would you like a swig of my OK soda? Actually, if you've got a Capri Sun, I would appreciate that. <laughs> a you Capri got Sun instead of a soda? Are you serious? Uh, what Trey, if, even, Trey, what if they even... made a oh. carbonated Capri Sun? That's actually mm. what an OK soda was. <laughs> really interesting. Did you, did you ever? Do you even know what an OK soda is? I Trey? thought you were making a joke. I don't. But here's what I've done in my life. I have a soda stream, and I have taken that bottle, and I have farted its way to the top of the carbonated goodness that it can be. And then I have taken a packet of those dollar fruit punches you get at Rite Aid. Because we go this. high class. I'm not done. We go high class. <laughs> and then I take that ultra carbonated, as much carbonation as that bottle could take before it lost its gas. <clears throat> In, in my hand and then I pour that into the into the oh, here we go I pour that into the bottle and then I take that dollar which considers are saying so this is 10 cents worth of ultra fruit punch and I put it in that carbonated water then I stir it up and I stir it up because I want it well mixed and it fizzes and it bubbles and it bloobles and then there is what I assume is what you're talking about only made for me by me yes you cannot you take that away that. from me man nope. that's that's got to be the highlight of the week right there <laughs> nice transition train. Nice transition. that has got to be the highlight that's got to be oh. your highlight of the week but oh, i get to do I, it whenever I, I want to so i'm highlighting my week whenever i want interesting okay all right, all right. um that this sounds is dope this. this is water in the form oh of, hey, i'm not man. endorsing not endorsing just water sure, sure. no it's all good point, it still was just water. That's hilarious. Well, if if that is your highlight, I want to hear more about it. But how was everyone's week, and what was the biggest part of it? What is your highlight of the week? Um, all right, so my highlight of the week is... Mm. Oh, my... my, my Waking uh, up today. My, my ceiling fan fell out of my ceiling. Uh, huh? Your ceiling fan? Yes. Okay. We will come back to that. Mm -hmm. um, I took the polar plunge. Is that That's, a drink? Are we on? The, are we still on theme? I guess we'll have to find out when we come back around. Yeah. What is the highlight of your week, my friend? Highlight of my week. Just make it sound dope. In, and then in one sentence or less. And then we can come I back around I survived. To it. Nice. 
There you go. Wow. Okay. That's very that will, easy move. That I like e that. Easily destroy our highlights. All right, Jason, yeah. go first. Well, and the best part is he can change it as we tell the stories. Is what he's thinking. I already know right. him right. enough to know what he's getting ready for. So, really? Because I have no clue. I just. Oh. Okay. That was, I was sort of like, oh my god, I gotta say something. Gotta say. I, I know. was making two I words. Was making, I was setting you up to sound amazing, and you, 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 you took it from yourself, and you were just like, yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. Well, I was. I came up, home. Oh, do you want to read this real quick? Hello, Annie. Amity to drive, so can't comment, but watching. All right. I'm pretty sure he's driving, so he can't comment. Got gotcha. you. Is what I got gotcha. you. Mm. Go, go ahead, Jason. Uh, all right. So uh, I came. I came home. Uh, I think I spent the day with my son doing and daughter doing fun things. And I came home. My wife wanted to change the diaper um, for one of the kids. Walks into the bedroom, flips on the light, and sparks start shooting out of the. Oh ceiling. wow. And so, oh, and the breaker pops and loses the computer, and I'm just like, okay, cool. And I think she better than setting the house spark. on fire. Sure, she didn't tell me about the sparks. Um, so I, I came in, and I was like, oh, let me just try the um, the breaker and see what happens. And so, because I hadn't seen what the problem was yet, and so then I hit the breaker, and then the sparks light, and then I realized that my ceiling fan is hanging by its wires. Mm. It's just hanging there. What? And, yeah, it's just hanging by the wires. And this is a problem because I have you, a four. You didn't uh, hear the massive thud or crash. No, it hadn't fell yet. At this well, point. it's hanging oh, okay. by wires, so it's it, it's there with the wires gently fraying. I, yeah, like I thought he was saying cartoons. it was gone. As in, like, no. the exposed wire was just there and the, feeling, the ceiling span is just No, gone. no, that, that would be the same. But so at this point, then my, my kids, you know, I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So imagine them trying to run around in the room that we're in the most... So I had to like ban them from the room, and then we ended up outside Were they for like dancing three through hours. the sparks. They weren't. Um, luckily, my friend came by, and we we uh, interjectly uh, made the falling of the uh, ceiling fan less damage, and so it ended up being fine. And then they came and put it back up. Now it doesn't work, but they put it back up. So, oh wow, dude. Yeah. So I'm glad the, nobody was hurt. That's a little crazy. It was pretty insane, and uh, and it and I had a, like a whole two days without my my PC, so my I was kind of struggling. Um, Dude, that's but, tough. But uh, it's cool. Uh, there you go. There's my headlight. Uh, okay, a better one, but that's what I have right now. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So I took the polar plunge. Um, we went on vacation to Virginia. My my sister just moved up there to Virginia Beach, and um, you know. It's a little cold so uh we go to the beach as most people do when they're going to some you know tropical coastal area and so mm -hmm. we go to get in and it is the coldest water i have touched all year obviously it is not the summer but you would think being you know closer to the ocean it would be a little warmer which is not the case because there's oceans in maine um there is an ocean in maine um the, the ocean currents make things colder it's not like hey the beach so warm it's like the right beach, 10 degrees colder than everywhere else florida on the other hand but we're not in florida we're in virginia so i get in and it is easily the coldest i i mean literally i normally would jump in and not care i touched the water and i used to be a lifeguard and i didn't care what the the, the pool like temperature was if if i was like on duty but nobody was there i'm hopping in the pool for a hot minute 
it is so cold that like I get goosebumps, the wind picks up and I'm like, there's no way, there's no way. Like I, I'm not going to get cold, hop out of the cold water to not get warm. Uh, it, it is like maybe 65 without the wind and it, it was just not great, but it was still a pretty view. You know, Virginia beach was amazing. I love to see my sister. I got to see a whole bunch of new people. I got some dope shirts. Yeah, I'm rocking a good, my first Godzilla shirt today. Mm -hmm. um, cool. I love the man, but uh, that is my highlight. So I am I'm done and off my soapbox. I, I love how Trey's always on color scheme. If he gets hey. a tattoo, it's gonna stay in the color scheme. Purple and teal, that. man. This I had to get this because of the color scheme, and it was at Fye, and uh, they're on the come up, by the way. Fye's got a lot of merch. But before we move on to me, I think there was a point that happened here that everybody missed that has to be addressed. You mentioned oh, no. Godzilla as your man. Yeah. Wasn't, in some instances, Godzilla a woman. Do we have, we have to go into <laughs> gender roles here? So and I think that you've and I think that you've maybe assumed a little too much. There, Here's the Greg. crazy part. So slugs, right? They are hermaphrodites, mm. and they can asexually reproduce. Um, <laughs> It is wow. need, it is not confirmed what Godzilla actually is mm -hmm. because he can he or she may lay mm -hmm. an egg. Now we assume that he is masculine because of his dominance and, and his, his fire breathing abilities and his chest, his right, his pectorals. Yes. Um for a walking dinosaur. <laughs> I'm making this up as I go. But the These thing is all of that are amazing. All like, of that stuff is kind of true. Years <laughs> to develop these things, and you don't get them. And Godzilla comes along, and granted, each one of his pecs are like two city blocks, but He's there they it. are. And you know you can never have that. And that still might be a woman. <laughs> that was so good, man. That was so good. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I will do some more research on that, but yes. <laughs> nice. They have to reproduce in order to keep the bloodline going because Godzilla has died in the past. And as a matter of fact, the first Godzilla movie to mm -hmm. ever happen, spoiler alert, he dies. Because Wasn't of the oxygen. Yeah. The oxygen destroyer that they put in the water mm -hmm. killed him. So, yes. Or her. Or yeah. Or them. Or them. Ooh. Get get his pronouns right, guys. Get his pronouns right. I'm gosh. <laughs> Beautiful. Hi, Bruce, you survived. What did you survive? Actually, nothing, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to <laughs> oh my, my highlight of the week to I've been since we're just going to I'm going to like use this moment, which is making something entirely different to just start plugging myself shamelessly. So I did this interview with Mike from Nickelback about why does Nickelback oh. suck? And what this has led to is a large degree of me having to talk about Nickelback in the past week. That's, that's tough. Yes, especially since ultimately how my relationship to Nickelback is I don't have one. I have a relationship to the bass player of Nickelback, who's a good friend, which is why I could interview him. Suddenly, I'm being asked lots of questions of Nickelback as if I'm their press secretary. Oh, Not yeah. only that, so... <laughs> I made, I recorded this podcast. It's called Fails, Falls, and F-Ups. And I keep going back from F-Ups to the four-letter word because I came from Philadelphia. And just having not cursed 18 times up to this moment in this delightfully clean show has been nothing short than an effort of will. Thank you. Appreciate thank, that. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Man. Um, thank you. Um, so I appreciate the love and I should be appreciated more. You're not doing a good enough job. Besides, oh, besides my goodness. Point, 
That is beside the point here. Trey, you're, you're taking me off point. I'm starting to wander. Soon I'm just going to leave frame and, and go get go get more of this punch. Little did make... you know I yeah. was paid to do this. Oh. I'm just kidding. Anyway, continue. Who, who are you really representing? Because clearly it's not Jason. King Kaiju. He's still oh. mad about the whole might be a chick thing. Yeah. Oh, right. not at all. I don't, those, I don't no, care. No. No, that's why you're that's why you're hating on him right now, Trey's. I want to hear God, the end God, of his freaking no, story Godzilla, about Nickelback. Godzilla. All right, fine. Well, the middle of the story has been returned to. Oh my and in gosh. the middle of the story here, what we have is me overacting, and I don't know why. Anyway, um so <sighs> I start so I've recorded this awesome interview which by the way, if if by some act of God, there is some public personality listening to this thing, listen to the interview, listen to him. That's how you get people interested in you. That's how you do a good interview. Mm. Mike is an incredibly sincere, awesome person whom I really like. Nickelback is a band I didn't listen to. And I don't think they're, I don't think, I don't have an opinion aside from, hey, they're good musicians. They're kick-ass live because they put a hell of a lot of effort into it. He's a great guy. They're all nice guys, according to everyone who knows them. I am now in all these different forums going, hey, look at this interview, and I'm getting messages. So last night, I found a forum on Facebook, uh, 80s, 90s rock music. Oh, and has 104K subscribers followers listeners cult members who knows what they are sure. but it seemed to be here's an appropriate place to post to up yeah and i'm terrible about social media i have incredibly good content i'm a really good interview and i'm modest and that's the important thing to remember about all of this <laughs> as great as i am my modesty is so much greater than my own greatness and I can't find three people to listen to me. Just it is not in my uh, wheelhouse. And I know I'm, you feel, bro. Yeah. And I'm really, really trying to get this out there because I want people sure. to hear it. So I put this interview up on this forum and people start watching the video. And, and I've gotten decent views views on the video. Thank yeah. you. That is the word I was missing. I got yeah. decent views on the video, but it had died. And now suddenly I'm getting like... 10 views an hour, which isn't much, but it's still That's 10 awesome. views an hour more. Yeah. And then, um, and people are leaving 10 comments. views more than us. I know. Yeah. I, I'll get you 11. Um, <laughs> yes. What the hell does, what does that mean? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But, we're we're going to go to the quiz and talk more about this in, after we finish the quiz. Um, but it's hilarious that you, um, that you you were just trying to promote your podcast. The next thing you know, you became the the guru of of uh, Nickelback, and we'll definitely get back to this story once we finish the quiz because uh, that's the whole point is to talk about your new show. Which I loved that interview, by the way. Hence the reason. Well, and you're my friend, so I I sent you a message anyways. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, I don't know why I haven't asked him to be back on the show. He told me about the show, and I hadn't even said anything yet. So there I am. Anyways, Trey, you have a quiz for us. Yes, I do, and I hope you guys are freaking ready because it is time. It's time to see if Jason's ready for the cue. Oh no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I was. I was looking. Plot at my twist, Facebook. folks. That's the end of the show. We can't <laughs> join us next week where we do the exact same show in the exact same way. Good night. Mm -hmm.
All right, ready. It's quiz it's time, time for a quiz. <laughs> One of these days we'll get it right. All right, cool. So uh, I got a quiz for you guys today, and it is against you and Jason. And so uh, whoever gets the most uh, quiz question answers correct. Uh, you had a by chance the to end. say quiz questions correct. Anyways, I did, questions. but just not in that order. At the end of the quiz, you guys will win. You guys will both have a chance to answer each and every question. Um, and ultimately, um, Jason's going to lose. Uh, but anyway, so the first question goes to our fine an awesome and dandy guest what and, and this quiz actually is about movie fails mm -hmm. and what stuck inside the movies so what is one of the most iconic flops that was kept in star wars films and i will give you multiple choice is it a boba fett trips on set but no one catches it b leia was never supposed to kiss luke c a stormtrooper bonks his head c or D, Darth Vader incorrectly says his line. C. Okay. Jason, same question. Do you need me to repeat it? Oh, no, it's A. Boba Fett trips on set? Yeah. You'd be incorrect because it's a stormtrooper bonks his head. Oh. Um, so when they are, there's a the portion where stormtroopers are coming out uh, to survey something. I can't remember the exact point, but one of them in the back bonks his head and they even keep a clip, an audio clip of him bonking his head. And they they pretty much like, uh, they make it a bigger situation. But George Lucas loved it. And it's it's iconic. They kept it in the film. They weren't going to re redo it. Uh, but anyway, on to question number two. Jason, in Lord of the Rings, Ready. this on-set mistake actually made the movie better. Some, some people say so. Frodo actually eats the on-set fake food. B, Gandalf bumps his head. C, one of the ring wraiths falls off his horse. Or D, Gimli completely forgets his lines. Ring wraith? C? Uh, the, ring, the ring I wraiths say, fall off actually, his horse? Actually, I want to stay on, I wanna, for some reason, I feel like you've decided to just stay on theme. So I'm going to say bumps his head. I'm going to go with B. Who, okay, Gandalf bumps his head. All right. Sure. I have to go with that one as well because I haven't a clue, but that one seems right. That is actually completely correct. So in the movie, Gandalf walks into, uh, not Frodo, sorry, uh, Bilbo's hole. house, Bilbo's house, and he walks in, he's stupid tall, and so he's backing up and he hits a chandelier. That's supposed to happen. But then he <laughs> turns and hits his freaking forehead on the ceiling beam and he nice. audibly goes, oh, like... That was not supposed to happen, and he actually hit his head, and they kept it in the movie. It's hilarious. Uh, moving on here, plot twist, Jason. The plot thickens, mm. um, but this does not go to here. our. Yeah, <laughs> this does not go to Jason um, just yet. You get a chance here in a second. So, here's the thing: mm -hmm. in what is said by most fans to be one of the worst movies in the Marvel in 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 the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What stays in this movie, Thor? Is it A, he shatters the mug of coffee? Is it B, he hangs up his hammer on a coat rack? C, Thor pulls a muscle while lifting the hammer when he after he initially falls to Earth? Or is it D, Hawkeye pulls the trigger on his sniper, but no one actually notices? Obviously, it's a prop, so it's not going to fire. I think... It is, oh, I'm caught between A and B. 
but I'm going to go A. Okay, so he shatters the mug of coffee. He throws it down. He's like, another. Yep. He smashes. Cool. Jason, you want me to you repeat messed, the questions? You, you messed up my theory. There's no bumps his head in here. Um, Got him. Yeah. I'm going to go with the sniper rifle. Okay. Well, actually, you guys are both incorrect. It's actually B. He yeah. hangs up. He hangs up his millionaire on a oh, coat yeah. rack when he enters somebody's house, and the coat rack keeps it up. And so, but then, then falls. I'm pretty sure the whole thing falls. But the joke is that the coat rack is worthy of holding Thor's hammer. So he was never supposed to put it on a coat rack. He was just supposed to carry it in or set it down on the ground or something. But they kept it in the movie. It was freaking hilarious. Now this is actually for the mansion. The yacht. anybody can take home the, the the quiz today. Jason, you still have a chance. Is what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. In Guardians of the Galaxy, what epic fail made the final cut? This is the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So Peter Quill drops the uh, the what is it? The Infinity Stone, the orb, which we Lynn later find out is the Infinity Stone. He has a dance off, which is not scripted. He actually kisses Gamora off scene, but no one sees it. Or D, he actually trips on set. Who answers this first? You can. Uh, I'll go with the dance battle, but I know it was in there. But it's all what I can think of. That okay. I think dropping the orb, because if we're talking kept in the movie, kissing somebody off set isn't in the movie. Are you sure? I'm fairly sure if it's offset, it's not in the movie. Congratulations, you win the quiz. <laughs> I think I won on a technicality because I answered a different question. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, he actually, so he, when Peter Cool delivers the orb to the collector on no, Planet Nowhere, uh, he accidentally drops it on the floor before picking it back up. Uh, it was a real accident that actually Peter, or excuse me, Chris Pratt made, but they decided to include it in the film because it was so funny and it really fits his buffoonish character but uh, congratulations you win the quiz you get a virtual high five that is coming in the mail uh hopefully within two to three business days yeah sorry uh we don't we don't do the whole touching over screen policy anymore you know pandemic and stuff uh anyway i'm joking i'm joking why is he on the the, the show today? <coughs> well when i asked bruce what he could uh what he could do for a better year he gave me an extremely long answer so i uh <laughs> I, shocker um and so i what me it, talk <laughs> <laughs> and so what i just convinced it to try not to get stuck on the couch explain to us uh bruce why it's important to not get stuck on the couch for a better year Why is it important not to get stuck on the couch? That's a loaded well, question. Well, you had mentioned that you were needed to get better sleep because you were sleeping on your couch a lot lately. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I was like, wait a minute. You yeah. branded I something here. I, I realized oh, that I've you did not rest like great Because I, um, I am stuck on the couch because I decided, wouldn't it be great without a team to have two shows that are weekly that are very, very full of editing? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah and very full of scheduling guests and then trying to market them and create artwork for them and do all of these wonderful things that almost every skill I don't possess. So I end up 
because I have dogs and my dogs are very demanding of my time. And I don't know if you do any other kind of creative work, but it's very, very difficult to do creative work when three dogs are begging to be picked up constantly. Right. I, I have mean, children. But yes. yes I, I, are they bigger dogs or smaller dogs? Than his children? They're a little bit smaller. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty important. Sorry. Once again. Um, oh, my gosh. So my dogs are fairly small dogs, but there's three of them and they all have large amounts of personality. So right. their size doesn't matter. They make um, up for it. Absolutely. And also, even prior to pandemic, I worked from home even when I was doing computers or whatnot. I was based out of here. We were around a lot, but now my girlfriend works from home. I don't actually work. I'm just trying to make this stuff work. So we're 24-7, so when I'm focused here, unless they're all napping, which they only do when I don't need to work here, otherwise when I'm here, they're not napping, I right. can't concentrate. So basically, there are periods of time that I can work, and so when everyone goes to bed around 9 o'clock, then's my three to eight hours worth of working, depending on wow. when I go face first into a keyboard. So I've been sleeping <laughs> on the couch to not go upstairs and have all hell break loose because somebody has to be a responsible adult. And thankfully it's not me, but it's incumbent upon me not to intrude upon the working adult functioning adults, uh, sleep pattern by setting the dogs off like an atomic bomb. Yep. Mm. So yes. And I guess that leads to where you were going, but I have two podcasts. First was the fittest fat kid, you know, which, um, you brought me on before to talk about, mm -hmm. Ever so briefly for an hour and a half. That became two and a half hours. Um, and uh, that's still going on. I am hitting my episode 28 this week. I was going to be this year. Sometime in the next five years, I'll be getting to this episode. There you uh, go. But after we record this, I will spend an hour and a half with the dogs. And then once they go upstairs, I've got to spend all night getting it ready for release tomorrow. Because that's my schedule. And then I've got the new fails, falls, and F-ups, which the whole premise of that is I interview people who are successful, amazing successful people on when they've been amazingly unsuccessful. Their mistakes, their failures, Ooh. the weird crap that happens to them. The idea being is I've always, I feel like now I'm just talking at you, not with you. Throw in a question, quick, before I just well, monologue. No, well, no, You're I was going to let moment. you finish. So, uh, right. I, I mean, that's um, good. But basically... I've always been a proponent, and I think we even talked about it the last time I was here, of failing. Fail fast, fail hard, fail often. Just fail so that you can pick up the lessons, you can learn, grow. Things you do are not zero-sum. These are things I believe. And out of one of my Fittest Fat Kid episodes where I had a guy on named Barry Coughing who lost out on an Emmy for um, wow. the song, How Do You Touch... Like, um, how do you talk to an angel? Not how do you touch an angel. That's a different song from a different NC-17 <laughs> kind of movie. Yeah. movie <laughs> oh, no. You can find for three ninety nine at OnlyFans. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's on Bruce's OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. At OnlyFans backslash Husky Dusky. And... <laughs> <laughs> if, if nobody else enjoys this episode 
I'm gonna have a great night. This is good. <laughs> oh god, I have to say I just left my left myself in the side <laughs> oh, that, was, that was really good. I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty good. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, what are we talking about? Because what, I, I do actually, actually, I do have a question for you. What would you Please. say for the people who ha may or may not have watched your or listened to your podcast or, or seen your show yet? Um, what would you say is like one of the biggest takeaways of of the failures that these successful people have have just realized, or they've they mm. flopped and then they're like, no, that needed to happen, or I'm glad that happened. You know what I'm saying? What could they? What could we take away from your podcast? From they've out. never let the they've never let the failure stop them, and they've also tended. Again, I've said it just prior to we going us going off on that weird tangent we just did, is failures are rarely zero sum. Fair, it's very much. It's never like I succeeded, I got what I wanted, I failed. Shall we contemplate lack of existence? It's there tends to be this nice middle ground where things have happened that enrich you. Um, they've set you up for future successes that you might not be seeing at the time. A lot of your abilities grow out of these failures. You learn more from the mistakes you made versus the fact that you might've been naturally good at this little thing. So it never was a problem. So you didn't learn from it. You didn't learn to adapt It's just like, Hey, I can do this. So like, I'm better at graphics now because I have nobody to do them for me, but I mm. still suck. But like now I'm thinking a lot about YouTube thumbnails because they matter. Right. You, you see them for about 1.5, 1.8 seconds. So if it doesn't grab you right away, well, you're not going to click on something. That's a concern. That's something I suck at, but I've got to get better at. And I am getting better, but I might still suck, but I'm at least a better level of suck. So, you know, and I certainly now know a lot more about graphics and Photoshop and weird things like that. It's, have I succeeded with this yet? I don't think so, but I'm learning. Um, so these successful people have a tendency to try to get the lessons out of their failure as opposed to the depression, which tends to be the natural response to, well, this isn't happening. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially right. if you put a lot of passion into something and it doesn't work out the way you want it to. You know, like the one thing I was talking about is I put this message up on this Facebook group and suddenly I'm getting a consistent amount of views and it's getting views and people are text that they're responding to the text and people are leaving comments and I'm spending a lot of time answering and corresponding with all these people. If they're hating on them, I ask them why they hate them. If they're loving on them, why do they love them? And eventually the moderator the next day, which has had constant views and things are moving along, um, pulls the post post goes down. And I go from having within the space of like 14 hours, getting over 120 views to two. Mm. Yeah. And you know, but like, it, but like, so, you know, that's a failure and it's like a heartbreaking thing because I got to, how do I recreate that? I don't know, but here's how I created it in that instance. Um, you know, you learn for, as you do these things and sometimes the result isn't what you want, but, it's the pushing forward. And that's kind of the entire point of this. This person who is this successful is this successful because, you know, 
he started off playing in a dive bar that he was separated from the sailors, the bikers, and the hookers by chicken wire. And he learned that he really isn't supposed to talk to the Patreons because just talking to two girls created a bar fight. Oh, wow. Wow. And that's a true story. In uh, Again, Barry Coffing. And you can find him on Fittest Fat Kid, and soon you'll be able to find him on Fails, Falls, and F-Ups. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's awesome. Um, and I love how you just didn't even need me to prep you about the answer for that previous thing we were talking about. You just did it yourself. And as I always say, Bruce, I appreciate that you just do all my work for me. It's always a, a day off when you're on the show. So I always appreciate that. And a ray of so, sunshine, if I do uh, say so oh, for you. Yes. You make me laugh very much. I, you know, I'll tell you the truth, Bruce. If I ever drop Trey, I'm going to call you up, see if you want to be on the show as a guest host. I know you can't beatbox, but we'll just hire somebody for that. And That's I also have the worst case of white boy rhythm. It is truly <laughs> tragic. I, I would like to know how to dance. I've asked friends who are dancers for help. They've uniformly refused out of fear of injury. I truly truly am sad when it comes to any kind of rhythmic movement which considering that i was pretty good at doing stunts is surprising you'd think if i can work out a fight scene i should be able to work out a box step but i'm more likely to injure you in the box step it's so a fact i wanted to pivot something just for a second jason you said we we, no we'd hire somebody oh yeah well with what money and where are you getting this money because where are you selling crack because obviously <laughs> Bruce would make the show so much better. We'd become super popular. Ah, there it people. is. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I come right yeah. over my head. Right I, mean, over. I, mean, no, no. I have to stay out of this fray because I am biased. So please, you two continue until you need me. Just go ahead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce, um, Bruce, he adds to everything. So that's how he lives his life. Bruce, yeah. how do you combat, like, because I guess my question is I already know you're going there. leading up to so youtube and any basically any social media platform a lot of the you know people getting copyright strikes people getting uh whatever i mean just like their their stuff removed all that stuff Mm -hmm. TikTok for crying out loud if there's if somebody has some sound that you're using and someone either copyrights it or TikTok just doesn't want you on there because they ban people all the time for no reason at all how are you to combat that and what do you do to combat that especially for you know people watching that are smaller time content creators so my way of combating it is i generate all of my content or when it comes to things like music there are there are several websites which i don't know off the top of my head where the music is free as long as you give proper accreditation to it so for example, one of the things, and I love this song and I even reached out to the artist. Um, it's one of those things where as long as you credit them in the show notes, you can use the music. And so it's a guy, um, I can't remember the name of the song itself, but the artist is Anthem of Rain. And That's a good name. yeah. And I love it's, it's my intro and outro music to the fittest fat kid. You know, I do my thing. Joining me today, like on this show, we talked to somebody who had this really traumatic thing happen to them, and we discover how they survived it. So we're going to hit that music, which for some reason is always up to the left, and I'm pointing upward as if I've got a record player glued to the ceiling, and we're going to get started. That would be nice. It really would. 
Though I think the gravity <clears throat> wouldn't work too well with the way it's positioned with the Anti-gravity. And, oh my god, that's the solution. And then the music plays, and I feel it's like a theming, which I've got to cut out of the YouTube simply because it's giving people a chance to click off, but that's mm. not the point. The, I still love the music, and the music feels like it fits, and it feels like it's me. It never was, but just because I've used it, now it is. Um, but proper accreditation from a from a website where it's very clear what they're asking for the rule. So you've got to be very careful about what you're reading. So like when I was going fails, falls and F ups was supposed to be a music show because it was somebody else's idea for something entirely different. It was supposed to be me hosting a music show for somebody, but I don't have a music show in me. I, I, I love music in my heart. I'm a musician, even though I haven't played in years, bass right. player, if you couldn't tell, Got the thumb for it. Um, but <laughs> it's like the one time I tried to have a friend, episode 10 of The Fittest Fat Kid with my buddy Scott, who I box with and whatnot, he just re was releasing his new single, Guinea Pig. And the moment I uploaded the video, it got a copyright strike or a notification. Oh my gosh. Not, a, not a strike, just the notification. And his, he was like, I had to send to him for him to send to his manager. Here is. Like, we've give this permission. So you either have to use very, very small snippets and you're still running the risk, or you don't use other people's material. And that's what I do. I don't use other people's material. And so I didn't really want to do the music show. And, I, and originally I was going to be interviewing musicians. But the concept is so broad. Why would it just be musicians? Um, aside from the fact I happen to have had, like, some connection to some of them. So, But I didn't want to use their music because... I don't want to deal with the copyright strikes. I don't want to sure. deal with uh, all of these things. And when it comes to things like TikTok, I still haven't figured out TikTok for myself. Oh, I man. Am it's a whole different ballpark. Right. Yeah. But like, so you'd figure the way I'm presenting myself on the show that I would be a clear friggin' yeah. like absolutely. Awesome oh, yeah. yeah. You work great on TikTok. Right. Yeah. Except I don't because I don't know how to fit what I'm trying to do. Sure. I don't know how to like... I don't have anybody I collaborate with. And what I mean is nobody I'm, I need, I feel like I need somebody to help produce me for TikTok so I can fit, formulate how this works in a 15 second to one minute bite that actually works. Cause talking about fitness doesn't talking. Um, and I just haven't figured out what that is supposed to be without doing some fake branded thing. And I've tried once or twice to, follow a trend but that's right. not who i am right to be honest going nuts like this if i could find the format to do it would be great because in neither of my shows do i do this um yeah i don't and i would like to i just don't quite know how i think because i've got an older brain that still takes to social media as sort of a I want to be so genuine here, but that doesn't work. And I don't have the body. <laughs> I think what might help, and you might not even be considering TikTok at all. And, but I have I, to, I don't want to, but I need to. Right, right. Just because of the out, the outreach. Mm -hmm. So taking the, f either the super serious portions of your show or the funniest bits that you have and chopping those bits down to little tiny 30 seconds 30 seconds less and, even less and zoom 15 them in. yeah 
and uh, people watch TikToks and they're sliding. And so if you can capture them in the first, like you said, what, 1.5 seconds? That's what you need. You're golden. And and again, I, 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 I believe that. I just haven't quite figured out to right. make that work because I have tried that. And I've got somewhere I'm like at the gym where I give like every Saturday morning – I do a quick video of me at the gym talking about like what I'm going to do, which is always insane because I'm a moron and, um, and uh, nobody should ever go to the gym and try to do what I do. Certainly not at the shape I'm in right now, because while I can do it, you'll die and you shouldn't <laughs> certainly. And I don't want to be responsible for your death unless I've met you and decided that, yes, I really would like that to be that responsible. You want to be responsible oh. <laughs> like, Cause there are some, of is you there anybody there. that you've met that, that no, you would no. want to be- do not answer this question, Bruce. Do not answer this question. Unfortunately, my lawyer has advised me not to answer this question oh my for gosh. fear of incriminating myself. So I am going to take that advice, and I shall refrain. I am taking the fifth. Yes. It would have added so much to the show. I'm just kidding. Don't don't. Let's it also would have added so much to the prosecution's case. Yes. Right, because it's recorded. And currently, um, they can't prove anything, no matter what they think. Yeah. Um, well, well, Bruce, I'll mention this later, <laughs> but I'd be interested in helping you with that. So just, uh, and I would be interested in you being interested in helping me, helping you, yeah. helping me. I'm uh, interested I'll... that he's interested that you're interested in helping wow. the whole process out. And I'm just interested in you. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, that thank is... you, man. I appreciate that. And you're you an interesting a... person. You're a handsome person, Trey. So it's understandable. Uh, oh, well, thank you. Yes, I appreciate yes. it, Jason. I would say it's... the same, but I don't, I don't think that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the other question that Trey was trying to get on emotionally, Bruce, how, how do you deal with content that you created getting took down and then Ooh. still, still pivoting off that and moving forward as in the, um, thing you did with, um, with, uh, the, the podcast, the Nickelback thing. Well, it wasn't, it, it was a, that, I got to say, that was the first time something like that has happened to me. Because again, I'm not used to doing group outreach. I'm not good at marketing. Um, and I have to get better. And I'm running out of hours in the day to do all of this. But I have to get better at marketing. And this is the first time where, because I marketed to a bunch of of Nickelback groups, which were filled with incredibly lovely people. And they were all very receptive. And, and I had a nice spike from that. And they were all very engaged. And that was wonderful. But this was like, here are these people. And the people who liked Nickelback really liked them. And the people who hated them really hated them. Right. Sometimes they could articulate it. And for me, well, here's the trick about all of these things. You like me, you hate me. Just don't feel indifferent about me. Mm. So I'm just egging on conversation in one form. Or, yeah. egg, that makes it sound like I'm like going like, well, so tell me and, about why your mother sucks. Um, and, and, and honestly, that's the reason you got took down, I can tell you right now. But in general, uh, because they try not to have too much um, attacking, like not even on purpose attacking, but there's too much negative and too much positive at one time, then most moderators would drop. But that happens on half the groups that I'm in. No matter yeah, what the conversation is. Like, like I, I get that it happened, like why it happened. Because the, the response to me wasn't sort of like, dear douche nozzle, here is why <laughs> we had to dump you. It was more along the lines of, hey, I took down the post because Nickelback is getting an exceptional amount of hate on this post and they don't deserve that. 
well, am I going to argue that? First off, there's no button to argue that. I couldn't respond to the moderator. I couldn't be like, hey, but please let me just beg just once. Right. I, I'm getting so many views. Not, I mean, not many views for you, but for What's me. What's tough about that is that you've already created this content, right? And honestly, mm -hmm. wherever you post something, it's, it's free use. Uh, not free use, but like you can say whatever you want. And so for you, you weren't necessarily going, you were not going for Nickelback's throat. So you couldn't, but then you couldn't defend your case with the moderator. So that's not even fair because you're like, I went through this, I created this, I can't, but then you're taking it down, but I can't state well, the moderator my case. approved it originally because the, the thing with what I oh, did, wow, okay. and also bear in mind the name, the name, the original <clears throat> name of the, of the, of it was Nickelback sucks with Rockstar Mike Kroger of Nickelback. <laughs> and the way I phrase it is... Um, That's perfect. You know, and even in the posting, it was more along the lines of, I did a recent interview with Mike Kroger of Nickelback about the phenomena of Nickelback sucks, and we talk about the effect it's had on his himself, his family, his band, and their career. Right. And, and I say, you know, Mike is open and honest about how this has affected him, the band. And so even in the posting itself, and then the original thumbnail was this bright kind of blue or purple background. We have to remember part of my problem with working on thumbnails is not only am I colorblind, I'm definitely oh. color stupid. So oh. the combination of the two things makes it really, really hard for me to make interesting good artistic choices gotcha. without you thinking that somebody who's been described colors from another planet and tried to apply them in the way you were talking about them right. has never actually seen colors himself so <laughs> it's it's really not good for me to have to be in charge of this even right. just for myself so now what i tend to do nobody cares about that we're not going to go into how i try to circumvent this problem the, the point being the post wasn't hey nickelback sucks so what do you think about it that wasn't the post the post was here's this interview i did with mike and then there's like i think a goldenrod or i don't know what the color is i got it off a website by an rgb code but to make him pop and then i got like stroke around him so he pops out of the image and then very much i got a big font that says do they really suck question mark and then I stroked that as well. And it said Nickelback. So it was the idea being the first thumbnail was harder to see. This is very easy to see. But it's not Nickelback sucks. It is does Nickelback suck. Sure. And then the discussion started and people did what they did. And I honestly, uh, this morning when I woke up to go to the gym to pull off a prank of the I, guy who owns the gym which was a very you working somebody, out that is a prank but actually uh what happened is uh wait can you say it one more time jason i missed it sorry i said you working out yes there we go <laughs> Thank you. um the prank isn't that interesting i can tell you if just not to leave it i love thread. pranks though so basically like this little detour into nothingness is oh um, no is uh a guy came to town who was owns a martial arts studio um, and he's Midwestern nicest guy in the world has very good intentions and he's now being coached by Eric on how to grow his brand, his business and help him just to become 
this thing and very nice guy. Eric caught him eating a bologna sandwich because the guy has kids and he was he didn't eat anything. And he just grabbed a sandwich that made for one of them. And Eric tore into the guy over this bologna sandwich. And the guy posted the video of Eric tearing into him. So the guy, I was talking to him, Tim, this guy, Tim, Tim Flynn, very nice guy, about the bologna sandwich incident. And it was like, it'd be really funny if somebody would deliver a bologna sandwich to Eric. It's like, yeah, it would be. I'll do that for you. So I got white bread. I got... Oscar Mayer bologna. I got Borden's the cheese because it's not real. And then oh, just no. like a look. But then, but that's not enough for me. So I bought a package of paper bags. And then I put in kind of simplistic writing Eric on it. And then I drew a stick figure, a muscular stick figure that, as it turns out, I don't have artistic skill. So it was quite in balance. This guy really needed to work more on his left side. And I drew, put that on the bag. And then on the way to the gym, I got a bag of flaming hot Doritos. And Ooh. a Yoohoo. So here is this meal for this guy who only eats organic raw nuts <laughs> and venison caught in the finest of pure woods that are inhabited by fairies and and gum elves and lollipops and gumdrops and all that stuff. And I crashed his big training session. Like he does an online training session at 10 a.m. in the morning, and I came in and I was sort of like, I got a delivery for um, last name trainer, first name Eric T. This is from a secret admirer. And gave him the bag and because I had another interview, I then just ran off from the gym. Anyway, like I said, that was a complete waste of everybody's time. It was a story that went nowhere and we all knew it going into it. So what else you want to talk about, That's boys? That's still good and funny. Well, I yes. think, Trey, it's that time. What time are you talking about? I think it's no, time to get ill. I think it's time... Wow. wow I love the Beastie this. Boys. Um, I think it's time, Trey, that you admit that you <laughs> can't say it. <laughs> can you say it for everybody here and me, concluding? Because I have no idea where this is going. Would you like to text it to me and I can say it for you? Or like, what, what, do you need? what help do you need? Let us know. That you're attracted to Godzilla? <laughs> I don't think physically I... that could work. First off, <laughs> oh maybe with 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 um Godzilla's son or daughter. Again, we have not established that. Like but back on Monster Jason, Island. Jason, ready it up. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's question. It's of the time day. for question of the day. <sighs> so sorry, glad you had that. <laughs> Sorry, that that came into my head, and I apologize. It it made my my arms stop working. I apologize for that. I have a question here from our beautiful person on Twitter that has never been on the show and needs to happen. His name is That's Mr. Your Green one God. job is to ask this guy to be. Well, on the show, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I can't promise anything. He says. Do you believe that laughter is the actual best medicine? Not for a broken leg, no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, what's yeah. ailing you? Are you feeling a little sad? Probably it'll help quite a bit. 
Um, do you have a clotted artery? Then you're like being rushed into the emergency room. No, no, it's really, really not the best medicine. It's Bruh. not going to help. You are going to die. You need <laughs> to have the actual medicine that is appropriate for the time. I'm sick right. of this question. I believe in laughter. Lord knows if it wasn't for laughter, I would just be some sad guy on a bus stop waiting for just somebody to come talk to him. That being said, the best medicine depends on the problem. Most of the time, it is not laughter. Try Please. again. I'm making, I'm making a rule that you can't answer the questions till last. I, I don't even have a bit now because you took all of the bits. No, Jason, go ahead with yours. That was good. That was good. Comedy. Uh, comedy is the best fit for laughter. We don't make mistakes. We have happy accidents. Uh, I would say laughter is the best medicine, but not during, <laughs> not during the middle of a funeral procession. So, so that would not this is, be. This actually, that might be a point where laughter would actually be quite the best medicine. That well, might help a little. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> there could be so many inappropriate moments about like somebody like just straight up bawling crying about their loved one just you know just sharing their life and stuff and then someone piping up standing up and just dying of laughter but not actually dying no pun intended uh but that would be funny too but, if they did because if they were laughing at the person who was crying and mourning they deserve that death that's funny and then they died justice like okay. again under this circumstance, laughter might just be for this funeral the best medicine. No, which is a I poison. actually believe that. I actually believe that. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, what? He said, which is a poison. What? You, you know, oh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, cool. That is the question of the day. That, that sums up uh, our Twitter segment. But anyway. Um, so this is the time where we, uh, this will be your moment to plug whatever you want, Mr. Mr. Bruce. Uh, I know we did not get into talking about more, but we'll gladly have the show again, and we can talk about the uh, even more fun uh, facts of your life. On uh, this show, it doesn't original. matter what we talk about as long as our mouths keep moving and we do not engage our yeah. brains. Watermelon, as long watermelon, as that goes watermelon. on, it is all fine. Yeah. So as far as me and my plugs, thank you, gentlemen, both of you be quiet. Um, you can find me at all the socials, they used to be at fittest fat kids. Some of them still are, but I've been maneuvering them all maneuvering them. That makes it sound like I have manipulated the way the world is going to flow. But basically all of my 95, are you still there? I miss you. Um, <laughs> Stop it. All of my social medias are now Bruce Naxon. Bruce spelled Bruce Naxon spelled N A. C H S I N Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Also on Instagram, you can find my dog, Mikey, agent of chaos, chaos spelled with a K as well as a fittest fat kid. Uh, if you are having issues with your weight or fitness and you don't have anyone to ask questions to, you can ask me and you can do that at hi there at fittestfatkid.com. And let's talk about the fittestfatkid.com. That is one of my two podcasts and you can find it at Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Podcast Podcasts, wherever you're consuming your podcast consumables, you can consume me, 
my podcasts. Let's phrase that differently. You can consume my podcasts wherever they are. They are also on YouTube at the same channel, which is Bruce Naxon. And there you can also find my short films, which includes Dark Spectre 2. Uh, now I've unleashed, unleashed it. I've unprivated it. Um, nothing personal. <laughs> it, not that it's any... <laughs> Like I've un I've unfurled it to the world to admire. Um lunchtime is over, all of the fittest fat kid episodes are there, the two fails, falls, and F ups are there. This fr so episode one was Mike from Nickelback. Episode two was a podcaster named Lindsey Graham. Not that Lindsey Graham. This is the guy who does American Scandal. American History Tellers, History Daily, uh, Terms, uh, whole, he does like 50 podcasts. He also had 150 million downloads last year. Wow. He was last Friday. This Friday is Stan Zimmerman, the, the boy behind the Golden Girls and the Gilmore Girls and so many other girls, including Roseanne, though we don't talk about that. Well. Anything else? Oh, yeah, Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. Awesome, man. Dope sick nasty. <laughs> That is awesome. And I love, I love that. We were just having a conversation with somebody about branding. It's so smart move since you're doing multiple podcasts, just to have everything under your name, um, makes sense. And, uh, as I said, I really enjoy the Nickelback episode. Um, again, you're right. That dude, that dude does such an amazing job and he's even rolling with the punches and the jokes and it's just like so professional. I mean, I mean, the thing is that dude's done millions of interviews so it makes sense that he'd be good at it but it's very it's very impressive to see well, how good he is on the the thing the about podcast. it is this i don't ask the normal questions like i even make a joke really uh, really bruce i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't guess that but uh, most people are will ask the same five questions so he is very much like yeah i've got because i i actually talked to him about we, the thing we talked about earlier about how do you deal with somebody who's just got their agenda and they're going to say what they're going to say. And your part of the interview is just to be there, to be somebody there. Um, and he's like, you know, there are a lot of interviews where they're asking like, so how did you feel about writing photograph? It's like, that's that, that's it where I could care less how he feels about his hits. I'm sure he loves them. I could care less about what his favorite song is. I'm sure he doesn't really have one because they all did successful for him. And that's overall kind of what he's hoping for. But how does your kids feel about like what happened to your kids? Because they were the children of a guy in Nickelback. You sure? There's a question. How does your mom feel about yeah. it? And like, I think that that's what makes the brand of podcasting you do. Uh, interesting and 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 i tell you this uh because i know it's gonna grow you just gotta keep on being you and it'll happen um and um but at this point we're gonna go to the rap and so what would you like the song to be about today uh i've changed it up a little so you get to decide what the song's about and i'll add some of the things we talked about in the show how could i under these auspicious circumstances in what way could i fail to name this one theme to just bring everybody back and make them feel the way I, I feel. I already know what you're going to do. Failure. Oh. Nice. I, 
I was expecting a Godzilla thing. I was expecting yes. this. Yes. <laughs> I was like, here we go. But has Godzilla really succeeded? Oh, my I'm God. I'm saying, gentlemen, you need to broaden the way you view the world. I have given you failure. And as the guest, it is my prerogative. Nice. So fail for me, guys. It's, gentlemen, it's... fail for me. I wow. judge you while sitting here. So even if the song sucks, I've done a good job. That's great. I love this. All right, no, let's do it. that's the title. The song sucks. Uh, yeah, this song sucks. Got and it. this time, I will not be screwing up with beatboxing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. I love that so much. That Man, that was a long time ago. That was a while ago. That uh, we, I was so confused. I'm not going to lie. I was like, all right. All right, let's do it. We're doing it. We're going to roll with it. It's so good. Uh, all right, Jason. What, what, you got it? You got something? <coughs> sure. You got it. Bruce, what's your stage name, man? What are we using today? Are we giving you a name? Are, are we giving you a name? Or are you making one up? Do you have a nickname they used to call you back in the day? Call me Smoochie Spice. Smoochie Spice. That's what it is. Jason, you ready? Yep. Yo, yo, yo. It's DJ Sound Effects, Smoochie Spice, and Scout the Psalmist on the mic. Let's get crazy. This song sucks. 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 Yeah, this song sucks. That's a bad word, Daddy. You shouldn't say that out loud. I'm sorry, son. Didn't mean to do it right now. And don't yell at me, cause I fell in what I fall. I'm a living failure and I do what I do. Hey, I've been rapping for so long and true. Just like Bruce doing his podcast, man. He do what he do and he's not afraid to fail and get it up. But I run it up only if he tear it, turn it up. Now, sometimes I wonder what I be. You know what else happened to Trey? He failed with Godzilla B. Cause he was trying to get him on a date, yo. And didn't know what he was gonna do. He go. Then it explode because the Hold fire didn't grow. I don't even know what I'm doing, though, though. Now we gotta say, like, we take a photo and I do what I was doing, man. I don't know, yo. Here we go, but now we get it all down. Talk about failure because it run like a round. Sometimes things mess up and you fall on your face. Get it what you're doing when you ball and you get it because my son just happened to him a day ago. Kids wanted to play, but they forgot, bro. Now they had to get some dinner, so we cried, yo. Didn't understand why nobody wanted to play. Oh, I was like, son. It's okay. Sometimes things happen. That's every day. Just like me when he crushed my PC and my little laptop. Yes, sirree. No shows for me, but that's okay. I be because I learned a long time ago. Failure and B make me stand up. Make me go. I learned to freestyle because I forgot my lyrics, bro. That's how I became the man that I am. Breathing for my situation, feeling like the clan. Now I get it gone because the light time be. I'm talking about Wu Tang just in case you're trying to be racist, B. And I don't understand what I do if I get it back and I'm tripping for the truth. Anyways, this song sucks. I know, hey. This song sucks. I know, I know, hey. This song sucks, but that's okay. So, this song. This song. Sucks. And I know what I do. Guess my last part is only this side true. Bruce is cool. Check out his podcast. It's dope. If you can't react that, you know that it's fat. Mm. The fittest fat kid in the room, dude. You can do what you were doing in the false fails, dude. Mm. I meant false fails and F-ups. Only if I sit up, I get up and I read up. Only if we get it, because we know we see failure happens. But well, you got to stand up and go fast, G. <laughs> <laughs> Dope sick nasty man. 
I was trying to keep going, but Jason was saying some things in there, and I was like, I, I can't. I don't. I, I was really hard. It was really hard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you come to. I was like, I said clan. I was like, whoa, let me explain. Oh yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I was talking about Wu Tang, not racist. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like what? White guy rapping always be a message. No, 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 none of that in my life, friends. Um, but, you uh, see, you sh- hold on, you see Boston in a, like like a like a a white blanket just coming to the room. You know, you're just wow. like, whoa! Stop the show now! No. It's not what you think. Yeah. Anyway, He's a weirdo. Uh, but thank you again, Bruce, for being on the show. Thank you for um, I really, inviting me. I really appreciate you being here. Um, and uh, you know, I assume this you... is like the normal interview for you. This is, <laughs> yeah, it is. We're used to it now, at this point. Um, and uh, thank you again for everybody that watches the show. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you don't listen to us live and you just listen to the podcast, come check us out on Mondays at eight PM CST on Facebook, Twitch, and on that last one, YouTube. And uh, that would be great. It's at Flows for You. And if it's not there, it's Flows for You Pod. But I'm pretty sure they're all at Flows for You. I have buttons, but I'm not going to press them. And um, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Uh, make sure that you go to nomadweb.design for your amazing websites if you're looking for a great website. Also, if you're in the San Antonio area and you want to get motivated and start moving forward with your businesses, you should go over to the um, Elevate Thrive Prosper Seminar this April on the 21st. Um, I'll be there, and we got some amazing speakers uh, talking about how it can motivate and equip you to maximize your impact in the world of business. So if you want more information on that, come talk to me or look up uh, Elevate Thrive Prosper Seminar, and you'll find everything you need. Um, But thank you again for all of our amazing sponsors. And um, I'm definitely forgetting stuff, Trey. What am I forgetting? Uh, if you guys would like to be a guest yourself, please hit us up at flowsforyou.com. You can actually message us personally through there. Uh, we also just need all the questions of the day. So if you're on here and watching, please send us your questions of the day. Make them crazy. Make them serious. Just uh, you know, make them, make them for the show. We'll try to answer them the best we can. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, and next week, we'll actually be having one of our, our second favorite guests, um, uh, poor Rick from Nightwatch Games. If you haven't seen him on the show, it's very entertaining. He has an amazing gaming store, and he does so many things. They have a new podcast, with their, or they're updating their podcast. So we'll be talking about that and other things. I know Trey likes talking to him, uh, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, now it's time for Trey. What are we going to do? I don't even know what we're going to do. I don't know. You tell me. Are we, we going to try that thing? What thing are you talking about? I have no idea. Awesome. Are we doing a new bit is what I'm saying? This would be the time to try a new bit because Bruce is hilarious. Sure, Bruce, make a bit for us. Make a bit for you. So, Bruce, we're going to try to make a bit where Trey has to do some kind of beatboxing. So my thought process was, is like you say a type of music and Trey has to change it in the middle of it. But we don't like that one. So that was my idea. I was going to say what I I was going to suggest is let's have Trey beatbox a therapy session. Let's get into who Trey really is as a person. Let's use his beatboxing skills to break down that problem as a child he had that makes him who he is to see if we can finally fix Trey. Because Trey's been asking to be fixed through his eyes, through his motions. (laughs) 
What would a just, therapy just, beatbox sound like, Trey? I like I like this. Thank it you, would definitely be lo-fi. Yeah, let's let's do it. This would be and, our close for the show, guys. This if this goes terrible, it's definitely Bruce's fault. Um, my fault. And and but and but fortunately, Bruce, generally speaking, only outwardly cares for your enjoyment, and generally speaking, internally is just doing a laundry list. So, Trey, <laughs> I only want to start you off. Oh, is I help. want you to. Hmm? Uh, I, I said, said helpful. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Bruce. I'm sorry. I need a moment to recompose. Oh, my. Thank you. <laughs> Trey, which this I assume is art for Traylicious. Traylicious. So. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that you are very large lizard focused. We all know. You're not wrong. That. At some point in your life, your ability to connect to people has been circumvented. <laughs> if your laughing doesn't make this any easier, your ability to Can connect... I agree or disagree with what you're saying right now, or we're just going to let it happen? No, can he's you... the therapist. He's making okay, you... You're right. I'm he's, the therapist. He's therapizing you, and you We, have we to can react. assume that almost everything I say is correct, not just in the realm of the bit, but just in general. Um, For the bit, we... I have a theme song. Continue talking. Yes, okay. So, Trayvon, not Trayvon, Traylicious. No, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Move on. I can Move only forward. play it for so Move long. Yes. Copyright strike. Okay, so. Is it on the, uh, is it, well, you should have just picked one of the ones on the actual. Uh, uh, continue talking. Continue technical talking. issues, people, technical issues. We just want to make sure that we're not the going to be canceled. soundboard on, on, they'll be fine. Yeah, All yeah, the soundboards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Bruce. I know how you feel, Traylicious. And what I want to get to is how school, how grammar school and your traumas from being so isolated in class there has led to this connection you have to very, very large, volatile, warring lizards. What brought you here? Uh, do you want me to answer? You want to answer? Uh, it was so on beat. We uh, were on rhythm with the song. Hey, oh, so, that's great. So, so answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, my problem, my problem with, with me being, having this disassociation with people is just you know, Godzilla just gets me, man. I don't know. There's just. Just the destruction, the I don't care what happens, I'm gonna live my life, I'm gonna blow stuff up, I'm gonna fight giant kaiju, and I'm the king. I just it just vibes with me, man. I don't know. I I don't know. That's what I feel. That's when you what... say Godzilla gets you, do you mean he has emotionally him, her, they has emotionally stepped on you? Physically? <laughs> Stepped on you? He, or he, he, she, they have not. It's. <laughs> it's all the people around me, man. It's all the people around me. I feel yep. stepped on by people. Therefore, I have to step back. Yep. <laughs> this is your last question, Bruce. 
Now normally. <laughs> so good. Now normally, people emotionally connect with Mothra, as we know, is the protector of. <laughs> How did you not find the comfort of Mothra and yet found it in Godzilla? <laughs> it was the twins, man. They just creeped me out. <laughs> the twins were just too close to Mothra. They just creeped me out, man. Thank you guys for coming to the show. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, we'll have a great show next week. <laughs> and uh, y'all are awesome. And I'm trying to press the button for the outro. Here it comes. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep. So